Jesus is the answer. This program is presented by the Mount Calvary Baptist Church. We are located at Seagrave 8 Mile Rock on the beautiful island of Grand Bahama in the Commonwealth of the Bahamas. It's our pleasure to present this program in the name of Jesus and in the power of the Holy Spirit according to the Word of God found in Psalm 24 verses 9 and 10. Lift up your heads, O ye gates, even lift them up, ye everlasting doors, and the King of glory shall come in. Who is this King of glory? The Lord of hosts. He is the King of glory. You may contact us at telephone numbers 242-348-2091, 242-348-2048. Our email address is mcbc at bs, or you may choose to write to us at post office box f four two six zero six. Freeport, Bahamas. Our prayer line is 352-8989. Shall we pray? Thou my everlasting portion, more and friend of life to me, all along this pilgrim journey, Savior, let me walk with you. Father, that's my prayer today. That's the prayer for us as Christians. God, we pray that we'll have a closer walk with thee, especially uh in this time, as we celebrate or commemorate this week as Passion Week, we remember your the sacrificial death. Uh, uh, you died uh, for us, vicarious death on the cross for us, Father. You got up from the grave, and you now ascended into heaven. There, you are interceding for us. So bless us today as we seek to be good examples, and we pray by our life living and by the preached word, sinners will come to know Thee. In the pardon of their sins. Amen. We like to welcome you to worship with us here at Mount Calvary today. It's Palm Sunday. All over the world is celebrated. But we begin at 11 at 9.45 a.m. with our Sunday school hour. We have our Palm Sunday Ephesus service at 11 o'clock. And through the week we have in various services uh, on Thursday, Monday, Thursday service, washing the feet and the Lord's Supper and Friday, Good, Good Friday service. And on Sunday, we celebrate the resurrected Christ. We remember our sick members, Sister Margaret, Sister Alice, Sister Brother Thomas, Sister Alice, Sister Annie Roll, Brother Grovner, and all the patients in the hospital. We also continue to pray for our president, B. Vera Davis, our former superintendent, Pastor Michael Pidner, Quentin Williams, also our uh, 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 Pastor uh, Reverend Archie Dan, and all who are sick, not just at Mount Calvary, but in Zion, and indeed here in our country. We pray for them everywhere. Condolences to the family of Sister Emily Stubbs was, uh, and also Yvette Walkin. Oh. Not afraid of what it means to me to 
what Jesus refuses to do. Our reading comes from Matthew 12, 14 to 20, with emphasis on verses 19 and 20. And he shall not strive nor cry, neither shall any man hear his voice in the street. A bruised reed shall he not break, and smoking flock shall he not quench, till he send for judgment unto victory. Life is just like the scripture says. What we will be tomorrow is being determined by the choices we make today. Character doesn't bloom suddenly. This was even true of our Lord Jesus. Day by day, he made choices. Day by day, his character developed. Some things he chose to do, others he refused to do. By his choices, his life's path was determined. As we look at the four Gospels, we are thrilled by the things Jesus willingly did. He willingly raised dead Lazarus. Willingly, he healed the man with the withered hand. Willingly, he raised the dead son of the widow of Ned. But there is another side of Jesus' ministry. He refused to do some things when he was on earth. And he refuses to do certain things today. Matthew quoting Isaiah refers to some of those things in our text. He refuses to be impatient with sinners. If I were God and the world had treated me as it had treated him, I would have kicked the wretched thing to pieces long ago. That's what Martin Luther, the great reformer of the church, said. That means he kicked the world, he destroyed the world. But it isn't so, it's, it isn't the attitude of Jesus. Jesus was mercifully patient with sinners. This was seen in his very word and action. When the adulteress was brought in to Jesus, she was met with divine patience. When Peter grievously failed his master, Peter was encouraged by Jesus' patience. Quoting from Isaiah 43 and 3, Matthew pictures Jesus' patience in verse 20 when he says, A bruised reed shall he not break. Think about what Matthew is describing. A reed had been stepped on by a large animal, bruised, almost broken. The slightest wind or touch would finish what the animal had begun. Matthew is not talking about reeds and animals. Rather, he is talking about the gentleness of Jesus with bruised and broken humankind. What a beautiful picture of the Savior who refuses to be impatient with sinners. Peter says, The Lord is not slack concerning his promise, but he is long-suffering, not willing that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. Secondly, Jesus refuses to discourage those who are weary. Jesus is the great encourager. It is not his desire to discourage us along life's way. We get enough of that from others. His common greeting to his followers were, 
be of good cheer. His common message was, Blessed are you. His common benediction was, Peace I leave with you. Echoing Isaiah, Matthew pictures Jesus' refusal to discourage those who are weary, smoking flock shall he not quench. In the first century, people lit their homes with a little wick that smoked only when about to run out of oil. Matthew describes a light that is almost extinguished. It struggles for existence. The slightest breath will put it out. The metaphor speaks about the flickering light which represent people who are overwhelmed by life's burdens and are about to succumb to life's unbearable loads. They want to give up. Jesus will not strike us farther to crush us. He strengthens. He does not tear down. He blesses. He does not curse. He cheers us. He does not chide. He lifts burdens. He does not compound them. All of this shows that Jesus refuses to discourage those who are weary. He looks beyond our faults. He would find even a spark of faith into the flame. Jesus refuses to enter where he is uninvited. Jesus is not an intruder. If you want Christ and the joy he brings, then you must invite him to enter your life. Matthew shows the blessings the Savior brings are available to each of you. But the one who hears his voice in the streets must open the door to him. Revelation 3.20 says, Behold, I stand at the door and knock. If any man hear my voice and open the door, I will come in to him and will sup with him and he with me. Holman Hunt painted a picture of Jesus knocking at the door. He pictures the Savior knocking at the vine-covered door. There's no knob on the outside of the door. It must be opened from within. Far up in the corner of the picture, Hun has written in Latin, Oh, do not pass me by. Jesus pleads with us, with you. He invites us and urges us to receive him, but he will do no more. Jesus never enters where he is not invited. Jesus never enters where he is not invited. Let us pray. Our Father and our God, we are thankful today for your loving kindness and your tender mercy. We thank you, O God, that you refuse us to, to discourage us. You refuse to uh, 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 come where go we not invited. You refuse to give up on us. Peter says it best. You are long suffering toward us. The door is left ajar for those who would come in late, the eleventh hour. So God, I pray that this word will challenge us to want to be in the ark of safety while there's still yet time. Bless us, preserve us, strengthen us, and keep us today. It's my prayer in Jesus' name. Amen. Until next week, I leave these words with you found in Luke 19 and 38, which says, saying, Blessed be the King that cometh in the name of the Lord. Peace in heaven and glory in the highest. God bless you. Have a good week and a good day today. God bless